WVYC's Perspectives is a weekly look at the people and programs that make up the York College community. This program looks at the issues that impact our college environment. This week's host is Jeffrey Schiffman. Welcome to WVYC's Perspectives. Today we're going to be talking with uh, the Dean of the Graham School of Business, uh, Dr. Uh, James Norrie. Uh, James uh, joins us. Uh, actually, he's only been on campus for, uh, what, about five, five, six months? Yeah, successfully completed my first semester, Jeff. I'm pretty <laughs> there excited. Go. There you go. Well, welcome. Thank you for Thank joining you. us. We're really thrilled to have you. We should talk about how you get to York, and that's what, <laughs> what I like to start these out with. So people are familiar with the people. You have many places. You've been many, many places, <laughs> both educationally and, and, and then when you, you got into the, professional. the, uh, the professional career. Yep. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, so I, I come from very much a binational family. My uh, sister lives down here. I grew up in Syracuse, New York until okay. I was about seven. So I always went back and forth between Canada. You can maybe hear a little bit of the accent occasionally <laughs> between Canada bit. and the United States. Hey. One of the places that I lived and absolutely loved was McLean, Virginia. You know, that mid-Atlantic weather, sure. which I really enjoy. I love D.C., I love Baltimore, I love the area. I do a lot of professional work down here with uh, various named agencies. And so, you know, you, you spend a lot of time in a particular area and you grow kind of accustomed. So the first thing that got my interest when headhunters call, because in our business, they're hunting for talent, and you were looking for a <laughs> new dean to the business school, right. and I wasn't really looking for anything. Actually, I was pretty happy where I was, but sometimes you get those calls and you pay attention. I think there was three things. You know, part of it was geography. Sure. Uh, part of it was the arrival of all of the, the new team members, you know, beginning with the transition into Pamela's presidency, right. into Laura's, you know, provostship, and so on, and I think for the students out there, when you get a lot of energy and new people coming to an institution, and you just get that sense, that vibe, that some Something really great is about to start. And so it was really attractive to sort of lend my experience and skills to that and to, to play a, a small role in terms of the Graham School of Business and getting it to perhaps where it wanted to be from where it was. So I think that was exciting. And then the third thing for me is always you want a school with the kind of reputation that York has. This is a program, and I can say from firsthand experience now having been here for a semester, we have outstanding uh, faculty and administrators who care very much about our students and the quality of our program and the outcomes that we are promising students. And when you put those three ingredients together, you know, personal preference to live in this area, an exciting team doing exciting things, and then a really strong foundation. This really is, as Pamela says, the opportunity to go from good to great. You know, the the, the Graham School of Business, uh, I, when I transitioned in here, it was just the business school. And, right. And, and so how well, does... Probably only even the business department. I mean, we're technically yeah, maybe, now right, the only right. yeah. named school on right. campus so far, and, and I guess I'm the only dean uh, so far. I say so far because I think our, our vision is to eventually transition to schools uh, more universally, but we are a little bit of a unique animal right now. What the, what's the difference there? I, I guess there are a lot of people, you know, you know, it's part of the college. Sure. Why, why do we have to call it a school as opposed to a department? Sure. Well, well, departments, and we still have those. Of course, you have uh, discipline-based departments, and we have them all over York. You know, chemistry, biology, psychology, and then in business, we would have accounting, and we would have finance, and we would have operations, and we would have management. Those are disciplines. The difference between that and a school for me is an organizational unit where there are some synergies that sort of come by treating that group of departments that deliver uh, degree programs that make some sense. And so when you think about a business school, you tend to think of all those disciplines coming together, but how they function together as a unit 
to advocate for themselves, to define their market, uh, to innovate and create new programs, to figure out what their connections are to the local business community and so on. When you operate as a school rather than a collection of, of departments, it, it's an organizational unit that most of the rest of higher education already understands. We understand the phrase school of business, right? right? Everybody knows what that is. It gets a little more complicated when you try to explain, well, we're not really a school, but we're kind of sort of a school. And there are some departments and they're chairs, but they're not really deans because they report to a dean. Well, but that's not really a dean because she's really a provost. And, you know, so one of the things I think we're all wrestling with here is th there's a time to be unique. And I think there are good things about being unique when it's innovative. I think there are some disadvantages to being too unique if everybody else kind of has a common lingo and a common understanding and, and a way of sort of being. It just gets difficult to explain why that also isn't good enough for York. And I think that's kind of where we're at is we don't want to upset all the good work being done and the structures have nothing to do with that. We want to actually unleash more potential for innovation, for creativity, for advancement, um, and for self-determination. And I think schools have the scale and the scope to build teams to do that. It doesn't necessarily mean that there's this gigantic change. No. It's just... It's an evolution much more than a revolution. Okay. All right. We're talking with uh, Dr. James Norrie, who is the dean of the Graham School of uh, Business here at uh, York College. Let's talk about the business. You know, the world of business, when some people think of business, you know, going to business school, they think of, you know, okay, I'm going to come out and I'm going to go into the business world. But it has totally <laughs> changed. The business world has so gotten so, not compartmentalized, but very, very specific supply chain. Uh, right. You know, you might do marketing. You might, all those different things. How, um, how much of a challenge is that? It's a substantial challenge, both for our students and for the businesses trying to hire students to fill jobs. Let, let me give you a couple of practical examples. So we have a wonderful program in computer information systems, and we've had the, those kinds of programs in the Graham School for a long time. The, the one we'll introduce this fall, and this is treading a little bit into the, the idea of new programs, but really the current terminology for much of uh, what we used to call privacy and security is cybersecurity, right? right? The, the sexy term that everybody's talking about, particularly since the Russian Trump. Right, John, okay. John Weaver's program. There you go. So, so really, at some level, we already had many of the building blocks to put that together, some of it inside the business school, some of it with our, our brethren in computer science and, and uh, engineering, and, and of course with our colleagues over in uh, government and intelligence study. So what you have is lots of assets that when we stop looking at them as disciplines and we start thinking of them as applied um, careers, really. So for instance, marketing's another one. So if CIS has evolved into cyber and other things, well, marketing now, marketing intrudes very clearly into uh, computer stuff because we're dealing with social media as a big factor. Right. We're dealing with database analysis and we're dealing with analyzing web traffic, things that, that didn't really exist in marketing. So you still need to know the five P's of marketing. That's never going to change. But your application of those requires fundamentally some exposure to some things that perhaps marketers may not have needed 5, 10, 20 years ago. So I think the fast-changing nature of the roles in businesses and the entire emergence of new industries. So for instance, I think it might have been very difficult for uh, major retailers in the day to imagine that an online retailer like Amazon was going to disintermediate them. And for the longest time, we believed that bricks and mortar was a huge advantage. Now, ironically, the pendulum swings, because even Amazon will tell you, huge investments in brick and mortar, not stores, distribution, warehousing, customer service, okay? But it's a different 
business model. So when we think about the world of business, we need to make sure that three things are clear for the Graham School of Business, that we have contemporized our programs, that we have contemporary relevant curriculum and programs and faculty that can teach to these the place where their modern discipline is to make sure that the students are leaving us equipped to deal in that, that new world. I think we need to make sure that we have a compelling proposition for students in the design of our new programs. What kinds of new fields and new opportunities and how can they be served without removing the very fundamentally important components of an undergraduate business degree, which is really our gen general education, the gen ed components. You know, we have a responsibility as future adult members of society to learn an awful lot about um, ethics and about critical thinking and reasoning, about, you know, how to be qualitatively and quantitatively literate in a fast-changing world and how to, you know, knowledge navigate. I mean, the, I was saying to my faculty this morning in a meeting, the phrase fake news terrifies me. It absolutely terrifies me because I wonder why it is that people who had pretty substantial levels of education in a system can't actually look at that and figure some of that out. And what I hear, which in, in a prior time might have clearly been seen as either fraud or advocacy at best, would clearly have been picked out. And, and now I wonder. And so, you know, we can't lose the bedrock idea that an education has to serve you for a lifetime. But I often say to my students when they're picking a school, I said, don't pick me for your first job necessarily. Pick me for your second through your fifth, because you're all going to need to find a foot in the door somewhere. Right. Hopefully the degree we give you is of a sufficiently high quality and caliber that very quickly in that first job you demonstrate demonstrate potential. And it is that unlocking of the potential that I think is the responsibility of a great business school. How do we equip you for what will be a fast-changing career that is going to last, you know, 30, 40 years? How do we make sure that the education we give you can equip you for that? We're talking with Dr. James Norrie, who's the Dean of the Graham School of uh, Education, uh, of Business here at your college. Let me... Uh, are we getting students, are you seeing students, and no, I certainly am seeing students in the, in the mass communications here, who are coming to you with ideas of things they want to learn that don't necessarily fit into the, you know, the, the actual physical makeup of the classes that you guys offer? Like, are you saying, oh, oh, we never really thought about that? <laughs> uh, are we you are. <laughs> well, and funny you should mention this. One of the things that we've really looked very carefully at in the redesign of our curriculum is loosening up a little bit from packing too much additional content. I mean, there comes a point at which more content that is more... Uh, more of the same, you know, so going deeper into the same topic may not be as useful as opening up the opportunity for students to get a little bit of knowledge in something else that's complementary. Let me give you examples. When you're talking about cybersecurity, they probably aren't going to need another course in technology and privacy information. Right. A course in deviant psychology might be interesting. Yeah, right? Of course, yeah. right? You know, something that's going to help them understand human motivations because cybersecurity is actually a an organizational and societal problem, right? So there's something that could be interesting. Or a course in geography or world perspectives or in something that helps them identify the motivations of non-Americans against Americans and how do we understand that? That could be interesting, you know? So, so those are some examples. Or think about this. What could we do to enable students to make sure that they can combine majors and minors that are not necessarily typical. I don't want them to get another minor in the business school. I want them to get a minor from someplace else. We've got some incredible programs here at York, unbelievable depth of faculty and interesting topics and things that really could be complementary. Example, if you're going to uh, spend a career in marketing, why not get something in professional writing? 
Why not get something in, you know, broadcast, right? So I think we can create some really amazing combinations, but there's a responsibility for all of us who are academics, who are in the academy here, to realize that requires that we maybe lighten up sometimes in terms of our majors and allow for both the number of credit hours they require to, to, to invest in that and to permit the schedule to accommodate that. I, I think we talk a good line about having majors and minors. <laughs> I, I don't know how many of our students find it that easy to navigate around actually accessing them. And so that's one of the things we have in the back of our mind at the Graham School is really enabling those opportunities. A little flexibility? Yeah, I think a, a lot of flexibility. Okay. Well, we could probably talk for days about this uh, because it's a really interesting topic, and we're going to have to have you back. Dr. James Nori, uh, Dean of Graham School of Business, thank you very much. Uh, we really appreciate your time, and I know you're coming back. Thanks, Jeff. I can't wait to get back. WVYC Perspectives is a production of the staff of WVYC. Your College of Pennsylvania owns and operates WVYC, and any and all content is solely the property of your college. Jeffrey Schiffman serves as the executive producer of WVYC Perspectives. WVYC Perspectives can be heard Monday and Friday morning at 10 a.m. on 88.1 FM. Downloads of the WVYC Perspectives podcast are available at the WVYC Podbean site, wvyc.podbean.com. Join us next week for another edition of WVYC Perspectives.